When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yankee Stadium, here I come, y'all. Give me, give me that. Give me that right here. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh mercy. Yankee Stadium. Okay. I'm throwing out the first pitch. We got yeah. that. Yeah, we got that. Yeah. Oh, hold on, More hold on. Mercy. We got just, just from there. Don't. Oh, fire. Lord I have mercy. Look like, okay, great. Lord have mercy. Okay. All right. I'm better than I thought. Don't do it. First takes in that. Good day. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into First Take on this beautiful I Thursday. I can already see. It. I in can already New York see. City, Kimberly A. Martin, Dan Orlovsky, <laughs> Stephen A. I'm Holly. Steve. What's up? Today's a big day for What's up? you. What's up? Throwing What's up? out the first pitch, yeah, Yankee yeah, Stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. First Playing ever. Playing the Blue Jays. Of course. Of course. Of course. Listen, man. Would little Steve have ever dreamt of this moment? I don't oh, know. No. Oh, no. Please I don't thought we were. I, I don't know. We were, no, but, 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 but I would tell you this. You know, listen, listen. I, I would have never. I've been, a, I've been a diehard Yankee fan my entire life. Here's the thing. Being born in the Bronx but raised in Queens, New York, since I was one years old, my father, God rest his soul, never allowed us to watch a Mets game mm. until I turned 18. So we in Queens, Shea Stadium, where the Mets used to yeah. play before they built City Field. I'm 10 minutes from Shea Stadium. You got to pass Shea Stadium on the Grand Central Parkway, all right, to go to Yankee Stadium. And we were still, we were never even allowed to watch the Mets until 1986 when they won the World Series. That's the first time I ever saw a Mets game on television. That's how diehard of a Yankee fan my family has been. And now... I get to throw out the first pitch. You know, I'm kind of we're gonna have to change that grip. I haven't decided. I decided. I don't know whether I'm gonna throw a slider. I'm gonna throw a fat. I haven't decided. Okay. Listen, don't do too much. Yeah, yeah. I can't do the knuckleball. Do you ever see the movie Hitch? Of course. Yeah, when he says to Will Smith, like, this is you, yes. you're here, Hold on, no, no, you're no, no, here. No, no. You're see, that, that, exactly. That's no, you. No, 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 you're no. right see, here. So, so you're you don't right got it right. First of all, you don't have it right, Molly. <laughs> but he did like this. What, what Will Smith playing Hitch did to Kevin James, my man. Yeah. He was like this. Don't do all of this. All of this. He said, no, stay right here. No, it wasn't that. He said, no, no. Okay. He said don't move. Okay. He said, stay in your place. That's what he was saying like that. You just added that. Do not do too much out there. No, he didn't. It was just a little two-step. You know, if you were... A true Yankee fan, what you would throw? What? You would throw a cutter in honor of Mariana yeah, Rivera. Would. No. Yes. A true Yankee yes. fan. A true Yankee fan wears Derek Jeter's jersey. I was going to say, what's the okay. fit going to be? That's right. Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. El Capitan. No, I got I got, I got I got I know we got a show to do, but, but but you have to understand, Derek Jeter's my man. I love him dearly. You know, I got to call him, let him know. Oh, I, I waited till the day to, to, to tell Derek I Jeter. I got to call, call Derek Jeter and let him know. 
I'm throwing out the first pitch. I know what you're going to say to me. The Don't name, F this up. The name dropping is it, it is Derek Jeter. exquisite. Derek Jeter. No. Yeah. Derek Jeter. You want to say Denzel okay, Washington, too? Should we spend the whole A block on this? We, we, I'm just wondering. We haven't, we haven't, we haven't, we haven't, we haven't spoken. To, yeah, I, I, got, I got called Jay Denzel, too. I call him. Uh, okay. These people call my people. Yeah. You, you want to mention we'll anyone else? or just Antoine Fuqua. How about that? Let's do that. Wow. Let's go. Let's name every celebrity <laughs> we have. Chris Rock. <laughs> it's no secret. Uh, we're going to Chi Town, guys. We're transitioning. It's no secret things have not been going well in Chicago for Justin Fields and the Bears. After an offseason full of promise, they're winless. Here's Fields on those struggles. I felt like, you know, I wasn't necessarily playing my game. Uh, I felt like I was kind of robotic and, you know, not just not, not, not playing like myself. So um, my goal this week is just to say effort and just go out there and play football how I know how to play football. And um, that includes uh, thinking less and just going out there and playing off of instincts. What do you think was causing you to think so much, maybe think too much? Um, you know, could be, uh, you know, uh, coaching, um, I think. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it makes it, you know, uh, they're doing their job when they're giving me, you know, what to look at and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I you know, can't be thinking about that when the game comes. I prepare myself throughout the week, and then when the game comes, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's time to play free at that point. So, um, you know, just thinking less and, you know, playing more. All right, strong sound right there. Appears to be a change of heart post-practice from Fields, though, hosting an impromptu media session in the locker room. Take a listen. I'm not blaming anything on the coaches. I'm never going to blame anything on the coaches, never going to blame anything on my teammates. I will take every – whatever happens in the game, I will take all the blame. I don't care if it's a drop pass, it should have been a pass. Put it on me. But never will you hear anything come out of my mouth to where I will blame it on somebody else in this organization, my teammates. Never will you hear that. So I just want to clear that up and just know that, like, I need to play better. That's it. Point blank. Dan, you're up first, our quarterback. Do you think Fields and the Bears uh, should be heading towards a breakup? Should be right now, no. But <clears throat> this has been a very difficult stretch and surprising stretch in the first two weeks of the year. So Justin Fields last year in the last 10 weeks of the season with the same coaching staff and lesser people around him ran for like 100 yards a game. They utilized him four times a game when it came to designed quarterback runs, excluding scrambles, Okay. Then they had DJ Moore, and it's like, here we go. We're about, to, we're about to take off. Same people around him. And then the season starts, and through two weeks, Justin Fields has been designed run five times. Inexcusable. That's 100% coaching. That is not on the player. Um, th this is a football team that defensively has given up 25 points in 12 straight games. That has nothing to do with Justin Fields' performance. This is an offense that has had 22 drives this year. 14 of them either have a penalty or a sack on them. You have no chance to be good. So does Justin Fields have to play better under his own kind of control 100%? But when I watch him play, I, I watch a player that has zero confidence. I watch a player right now that doesn't trust or, or refuses to believe in what his eyes are telling him. And then when he hear and I watch that press conference, I see a guy that's not having fun playing football at all. And then tries to rectify some comments by saying, I, I, I wouldn't blame anybody, but he did. Mm -hmm. And my thing is this. I don't care what the situation is. As a quarterback in the NFL, you never blame your teammates. You never blame your coaches. 
The challenge for them right now is, after everything that I just told you about kind of where the team is, they're playing the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Their defensive coordinator just resigned. Yesterday, the quarterback, whether it's a slip-up or not, blamed part of his lack of performance on coaching and the Nets to try to kind of put it back into the bottle when it comes to or the tube when it comes to this comment. So it's too early to say, yes, they have to break up. I think what has to happen is the coaching staff needs to look at Justin and say, instead of what do we do to help you play and make you successful, it has to be what do we not do to help you play poorly? Like, what, what can you not do right now and then rectify it or build the offense around allowing him to play to his absolute best? Stephen A., Kimberly, and, and Molly, I kind of use the analogy like this. Imagine if the Memphis Grizzlies went to John Morant and be like, hey, you cannot go to the rim. Is he still ultra-talented? Absolutely. But is he the best version of himself? No. And I think that's a little bit of what's happening right now. So I'm not ready to say, like, they have to break up because I've watched this coaching staff use him in the proper way. But it has to change, and it has to change quickly, both from the what we're trying to do stance and also just in, in his own words, and it's true, has to play better. Great analogy. It, it is – it's far too early because it's only been two games. Um, but – I didn't want – this is exactly why I didn't want, to, want Justin Fields to go to Chicago. The, what's happening right now is because you take a prospect like Justin Fields, you knew, you knew the Bears organization was going to be in turmoil. It was going to be in flux. You knew that Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy were not going to last. Yet they were allowed to remain in those positions and drafted Justin Fields. Then they were gone after that first season. Now a new coaching staff is brought in. And this is the first time Justin Fields has been in the same system in back-to-back -back seasons since college. Um, it's too early because if you are not happy, Daniel, if you're not happy with this quarterback, if you don't think you can win with this quarterback, why do we trade away the number one overall pick? Why do we give that up? Like, the, the moves don't make sense together. That's a good point. And so I don't, but my fear is the same as yours. I fear, I don't know where this is headed, but I don't like where it's headed. Because not just calling out your coaches, I think as a player, right or wrong, once you start looking at the media and calling them out and saying, oh, you guys are trying to twist my words when the media is literally just writing what you're saying or tweeting what you're saying, like it just, it just ends up being not a good situation. And I think Justin needed to be at a franchise where from day one, we see whether it's your deficiencies, you're a rookie, we see the deficiencies, we see the skill set, we see what's unique to your ability, and we will develop you. We will put you in a position to succeed. We will put a lid on your plate to start, and we will gradually increase it to the end result is so that we maximize your potential. And that, to me, was why the Bears never made sense for Justin Fields, because you could see that, co that coaching staff and that front office was not going to be intact beyond, beyond that, season, that first season. And what's transpired was my greatest fear, and I really, truly wish he hadn't gone there, because now it just seems like a mess, and we're only in week three, and they're about to play the Chiefs. If this game gets out of hand after Justin says it's coaching – after we're looking at this organization, we're wondering why isn't he put in situations to be better? Why is Justin holding on to the ball too long? Why does it look like his head is spinning? I think it's going to get ugly very quickly, Stephen. 
Y'all just took up 12 minutes of our lives that we can't. Oh, no, I know Mr. First Pitch is not okay. talking about the time n we took up. Let me, let me tell you why. It's not your fault. I'm not blaming y'all for this. I'm just saying y'all took up 12 minutes of my life that I can't get back. Let me tell you something right now. The Chicago Bears are trash. Let's just call it what it is. They're not a good organization. Okay, you really breaking it down. Look at me when I'm talking to you right now. He's doing his you sit up there, Danny's you sit up there notes. taking notes on the Chicago <laughs> Bears. Why don't you just call them the bad news bears? It's, it's a damn shame they represent the city of Chicago. They stink. Okay, now let's get this out the way. First of all, let's understand something here. We don't even want to get into the 21 to 2021 quarterback class. I mean, I mean, outside of Trevor Lawrence, because that brother is that brother. But let's get something straight. Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. I mean, damn, it's an atrocity right now. No, it's not. Zach Wilson and Justin Fields is not Mac Jones. Trey Lance. I mean, but okay. Trey Lance, obviously. Mac Jones is playing good. Really? Okay, okay. Listen, I'm not saying he's playing bad. I'm not talking Don't about him. I'm just trying to say the state of affairs with this quarterback class. You're taking it literally. Pay attention, okay? <laughs> Stay with Listen me. to what I'm saying to you. Stay Justin <laughs> Fields. Justin Fields. There's three quarterbacks in NFL history that have rushed for 1,000 yards in this season. We all know who those three are, right? Michael Vick, mm. Lamar Jackson, yes. Justin Fields last yes. season, okay? We're talking about Justin Fields, a 1,000-yard runner. He's only had – Five designed runs for a grand total of one yard thus far in the first two games. Now, he averaged five design runs for 28 yards per game right. last season. Why are you not running him more? Why are you not getting him out of the pocket? Why are you not using his athleticism? Because clearly, you know, you're trying to make him into something that he's not, which is why there was some slippage there as it pertains to talking about the coaches. Now he's trying to cover himself because you don't want to be that dude, particularly being so young, to really call out the fact that, damn, I'm in a bad situation. I'm not being well coached here. I'm not being well represented here. You know, he had to cover his tracks. So we got to understand that his youth, you know, basically exposed him in a, to a degree where he said something he should not have said. But we all know he's telling Tell the, the truth. truth. Sure. Yeah. We know he's not lying. You know, we just know this. Listen, that's number one. I just got some stats here because I want to throw them out to you because I think this is important for you to understand. I mean, not to understand because I know you understand, Dan. But just know. Just know. Okay. Can I take notes you, on them? You take, you take okay. notes, okay? Thank you. Write that down. Five for 22 as a starter. You know this. Sacked the league high 101 times since joining the NFL in 2021. Okay. Yep. Let me, that's, just get me, that's just me getting started. So, if, so far in 2022, two games, he's been sacked. Ten times. Now, he's been at least partially responsible for about six of them holding on to the ball too damn long, et cetera, et cetera. We get all of that, okay? So we understand that. League low, 22.7% of his pass attempts have traveled beyond 10 yards. So he's dipping and dunking most of the time, okay? We understand that, okay? We got that going on. Five and six, actually, for 108 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions on deep passes this season of 20 or plus. Yeah. You would think they'd have him doing more. Oh, no, no, no. They can't make up their mind. Yeah, no wait, are there more stats? Oh, yeah, I got more. I got oh, more. Okay. I got more. You know why I watch every snap, right? I know you do. Okay. I know you do. Oh, now, see, Lord. I understand you do, but I also know you're lying because <laughs> while you're watching every snap, you're watching multiple games. You're only a human being. I got, like, you know how many TVs I got? Well, actually, you don't know, but you know. I'm, when I invite you over to the crib. You go see how many TVs I got. You can't watch every single play. You got two eyes, not seven. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So it's important. So I understand when you say it, but you're not being literal about it because you can't possibly watch every snap of every game unless you go home and watch I'm not going to let you okay. lie about me. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I watch every snap every week. It's very important that the people know that Daniel is smart. Can we stats? How many children do you have? I have four. Four kids. Four kids in a wife. And you watching every snap of every game. Yeah. Really? Yeah, please. Stop 
stop it. Please. Stop it. This it's impossible. It's impossible. And you cheat for too. human. And you cheat too. too. So you only probably got one or two TVs. <laughs> you cheat too. Yo. Really? Come on, man. Wow. I'll stop right there, Molly, with the stats right now. I got more, but I'm, I'm just okay. pointing out you're not utilizing Justin Fields correctly. Everybody and their grandmama knows it. You he was wrong to point out. He was, to tell uh, us excuse me, excuse what me. our actually, eyeballs actually, y'all already fin- see. Actually, y'all finished at 10 12. <laughs> it is 10 16. <laughs> We started, at, we started at 10.08. Because you were throwing out the pitch. Yeah. You were throwing out here's, the first pitch. But here's my pushback on. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Where's my pu- here's my pushback on the whole, like, um, Justin Fields and the coaching staff thing. The stats you rattled off last year, okay. it's with the same coaching staff. Yeah. So, like, they I think. bad last year, some of them last year. But he, he looked be- He looked better last year. A hundred percent. I mean, That's he accounted for, sense. I think, 25 touchdowns last year, and they had the number one pick for a reason. That's where it leads me to this, Stephen A. Kim Molly. It leads me to two questions. Because Justin was asked, well, why are you playing hesitant, this and that? And he says, coaching, whether he wants it or not. First of all, they ran the same screen. This is the same screen in this game three times in a row. That's the first one. This is the second one. On this play, Chase Claypool gets a penalty. And then the very next play, it's a screen for a pick six. It's the same exact screen to the same exact side against the same exact defense. So that's coaching. Okay. Here's my pushback on it. If Justin Fields showed such promise at the end of last year and became one of those three quarterbacks for run for 1,000 yards and that coaching staff is intact – I have two questions. One, why is he playing slow if it's the same coaching that made him play a little bit faster last year, got right. him to play a little bit better last year? Why is he playing slow? And if you know that they're misusing him and you know and you know that they're not using quarterback run enough, why? Because mm-hmm. as much as we want to think we are, those coaches are smart coaches in Chicago. They know what they're doing. So if all of us see it, either you're a so, – So what do you what – I are, don't know. That's the, what that's, are you insinuating? Because here's the deal. This is what I take from my deduce from what happened. He comes out here. He says coaching. He's not happy, et cetera. Somebody gets to him a couple hours later after practice. Then he has to say all the right quarterback sure. type things. Sure. At the end of the day, you're still saying his talent hasn't changed. You're putting it on the coaching. And the coaches should be smarter than we are. So why are they not putting him in a position to – Seen him towards the end when we saw not him win, having success. Not win, lost success last year, that but was, we saw that was excellent. I just Steven, correct. That was excellent. Thank you. Correct. And I think she really, really, she really listens to Dan. Like she very new. rarely listens to me, but very good. Listen, oh, I just feel like in, in layman's terms, right. I want to get to the crux of what the conversation is. And, and that is exactly where I think – and Molly, I don't think there's a bunch of answers here. Like, why are they not doing it, number one? Because they don't want him there? One, are they scared that he gets hurt? So is it, well, we don't want to run him in a lot because if he, if he gets hurt, we're not going to win any games. Yeah. I don't think you can play that way. I also don't think you should coach a dynamic talent that way. You drafted him in part because of the athleticism. So that's number one, the fear of injury. Okay. Number two, that someone from Justin's camp has gone to the Bears and said, don't run him because their fear of injury. I, those are assumptions. that I have no proof of that, but that would be a reason why it happens. Or number three, that they believe that it's most important this year for them to figure out how he can be or what he can be as a pocket passer going into next year because they could potentially have two top five picks. And so they're forcing him in many ways. I think it's one of those three. I don't know the answers. (laughs) Uber Flus, the coach, 
head coach. Wasn't he a defensive coordinator? Yes, yes. sir. Indiana. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this offensive coordinator, Letsy, is that his name? Luke Getsy. 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 I think he's a he smart offensive football mind. I think yes. he's a smart offensive football mind, a former passing game coordinator and quarterbacks coach before he became. So you got a first-time offensive coordinator. Yes, sir. And you got a defensive coordinator that is now your head coach. Yes, sir. Now, you might be bright in terms of the ideas, but it's about the talent that you have and how you maturate things to that person that is the one thing all of you football minds have taught me over the years it's not just about coaching you got a lot of people that look the part when they're talking x's and o's and what they can put up on the board or whatever but do you know your personnel right do you know their limitations have you mastered them right and i'm saying to you the chicago bears don't look like a team that's well, doing that and I think at dan's point year. they were last year that and now they're not sense. so so that's why it's a little curious a right guy, now and they added a guy at wide receiver they, in have, last have plan. yes are they trying to protect him or are they thinking about the future and what you're saying and seeing what he can do with his arm but with that being said i'll ask you this if everybody's intentions are positive right sure. justin fields and the team and the coaching staff do you think at this point just some situations are not meant to be and it's time for both parties to move yeah, on. Yeah, sometimes you got to walk away, yes. I, I'm not there yet. You know what I honestly think the Bears should do? They should call Greg Roman, who's the ex-offensive coordinator for, for Lamar Ravens. Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, and, and maybe not make him the offensive coordinator, but I, I say you bring him in. And say and this is how you work with this kind of guy. Here's my thing. like, oh. And I get mad when people say this. Oh and I thought Justin would play better. It's really difficult for me to look at Justin Fields and say, you can't get him to play really good football. Maybe he'll never be a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen from the pocket or a Joe Burrow. I don't know. I think he has the talent to be. Yeah. But there's no way that you can't get that guy to scare defenses. There's no way that you can't get that guy there's, to be utilized. That's literally what they're doing, though. They are. There's no way. There's a way. They're showing us that there's a way. Yes, in my eyes. And yeah. I think yeah. if they called Greg Roman and brought Greg Roman in uh -huh. and said, I'm going to use you the way I use Lamar, I wish they could hire Nick Sirianni. I wish they could hire Brian Dable. I I, I, that's so why I did you just sit up there and say, Stephen, that you're absolutely right? With because what? because I brought up Getze, who was the passing game coordinator. He's a rookie offense coordinator. I brought up the head coach, who's defensive coordinator. Right. And I said, Dan Olavsky, you got a rookie as the offensive coordinator, and you got the damn defensive coordinator. Maybe you got dudes, okay, that didn't really know. They living off of last year, didn't know how to make the necessary adjustments to elevate his level of play, and you need somebody else but up in there. Stephen and a. you were like, Getze's a really, really smart offensive mind. Why didn't you just say he needed something new? Because. Because it hasn't – it's not the fact that it hasn't yeah. elevated from last year. It's the fact that it went backwards so, of so last Getsy year. So, needs yes. help. No, but to, to Dan, uh, this offseason, you have really high hopes for this kid, Justin Fields. I you thought he would he play MVP-level football, exactly. yes. Exactly. And, and from what – I still think he can. It's I the same st staff. It's, it's the same correct. staff. It's the same kid. A kid who we Maybe saw he despite needs a fresh, but here's my start. Is dirt. it possible fresh start. that – the opposition, meaning opposing coaches, have figured out 
those coaches. No, because and as a result, schematically, as, as a result, schematically, yeah. they know what they're going to do. Did you watch? Even a, they're saying he, they're saying you're Within, not putting him in a position to succeed last, for a skill last, set. Did you watch my breakdown on NFL Live by any chance? No, I did, did not. Okay, so there's busy. two clips. It's the ones that went on the viral. Did you see the ones where the guys <laughs> down the seam on the? What did you say? <laughs> I was like, this, they went this, viral. This, Help this, me, Lord. No, no, no. My clip. The clips that went viral. The running back. Guys, I'm being told we have to bump. Honestly, I can't. can I be honest with you guys? I feel like this segment, we were like the bad news bears. So we need to all huddle up and get actually, together. Actually, you're very, actually, you're very, very wrong. It's Boy. not just about talking sports. It's about the it's about the audience looking at us. And we okay. gave them yeah, every reason. But I feel like we, we, were, we were a little us. clunky. When he says this us, A block means... was a little clunky by no, my wasn't. standards. It's clunky. It's clunky. Kimberly, am I right? I know I was a 10. I don't know yeah, the rest of you. I don't know. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day, and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. It's time for an Orlovsky. My Giants taking on the 49ers tonight on Thursday Night Football. Dan, what's the key for the Giants? Uh, two things. Number one, they, they got to get back to what they were last year and certainly in the second half against the Cardinals. They got to prioritize protection. If that's what... If you paid attention to that game, flipped against Arizona. They brought more seven and eight-man blocking pass concepts and allowed Daniel to throw the football downfield. Second of all, they got back to using his legs twofold. One, designed runs. And then the second thing was when they decided to give him that extra moment of protection, it was either, hey, someone's open downfield, or I now have the opportunity to not think and just react and go use his legs. So daunting task, especially without their left tackle, Andrew Thomas, but they got to make sure that they got numbers to protect them, and then Daniel's got to either be used as a runner or trust his legs when there's nothing downfield. San Francisco's defense is great, but they have notoriously over the last four or five years struggled versus athletic quarterbacks. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score beatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Hey, hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. You can now stream the most MLB games on DirecTV without a satellite dish. Yes, catch the clutch hits, strikeouts, grand salamis, web gems with nothing on your roof. So whoever's up there, whether it's roofers, Santa, birds, old-time chimney sweepers, moody teenagers, thrill-seeking raccoons, you name it, they won't find a satellite dish, but you will find your MLB games on DirecTV. That means DirecTV is your home for baseball this season. Root, root, root with nothing on your roof. Yes, stream your team. Call 1-800-DIRECTV or visit directtv.com to sign up today. Claim based on the total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Thanks so much for listening to the First Take Pod. Have a fabulous day. Lots happening right now. People will see shortly. Staying in the NFC East, that was fantastic, Dan. (laughs) Dak Cowboys are on a tear and undefeated with high hopes that this could be their year. The Cowboys travel to 0-2 Arizona this weekend. Dallas started season with a 40-not-a win over the Giants and a 30-10 win over the Jets. That makes the Cowboys the fifth team in the Super Bowl era and just the second in the last 50 years to score at least 70 points and allow 10 or fewer in the first two games of the season. None of the previous four, however, won the Super Bowl. All right. A lot was happening. That was, that was a great key by you. But this guy came out injured on the job from smashing helmets. I'm the only adult in the room right now, I feel. Really? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> we, got, we got beef now? You okay? I want no beef with you. Okay. <laughs> Just like, yeah. Seriously, though. In, yeah, yeah. A little shrapnel from get up, you know. But, and you it know. was the Patriots helmet of all the helmets. What? Of course it was. Yeah. Of course. I'm ready to go. Line's looking crispy. What's up? Why does what's this room smells now? Yeah, yeah, look, man, man, look, look, man, look, 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 look. My, my, my sister come and just made me some food. You oh, know I can't say it. What is it? What is that? Sir? Two pieces it's of lettuce. lettuce. It's lettuce wrap. It's lettuce wrap. Is that chicken? Uh, no, this particular is some some beef. Dog, it's ten thirty. You're eating a lettuce wrap? Yes, yes. Do you not see how good I look? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, life has changed, baby. Life has changed. 
So just, just relax. It's all right. Y'all go ahead. Okay. I'm good. Um, your sister bringing you meals? Yes, my sister cooks for me. You? Yeah. I'm glad Molly gave me a shout out. She said, yeah, this yeah. is crispy. Yeah, it looks you good. See, you, yeah, it, yeah, I do look crispy. good, though. Looks good. Yeah. You are. I, I do look good. I can tell you, my, my, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I can tell you have a good barber. Yeah, like I as do. soon as I, I saw really the whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah, I do. I really do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're big and sexy. I got it. Here's the, <laughs> here's the deal, man. I mean, you know, your shirts. I mean, your suits are. Don't sharp. worry about all that. Sharp. Don't worry about your that. Shirts. It's just uh, it's a little little little, little, little off. And, and 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 a nice tie would do the trick, but you just don't want to do that. So I'm not. Right, I got a lot of traveling today. Okay. I'm not worried do about all that. Do me a favor. That. You. You nibble on your two lettuce slices. I, and I, I, I do like here. to nibble. I do like to nibble. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Can we get this thing rolling, please? Oh, my God. I feel, I feel violated. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I do like to nibble Stand. on the food. Hey, hey, hey. I, feel, I do I like feel, to nibble on the food. I feel insulted. I just hear you. I know what? Listen, listen, listen. I don't want to say this. I brought these. I watched yesterday. Hey, have we need we need to have a little mad dog. Okay? Oh, my Lord. Oh, we need to have a little gummy. A little gummy. Not here. Not on ESPN. Let's save it for the weekend. Let's say for the weekend. We'll I eat while he's eating his. Let's go on. Let's let's move on. Let's talk. Let's let's talk about. Let's talk about the. Uh, Shout Cowboys. out to Mad Dog. Let's let's, let's talk about the Cowboys. Are yes, the Cowboys Marlon. the team to be in the NFC right now? Yes. Yes. Um, the Dallas Cowboys, like defensively, here's my question for any other teams in the NFC. Who's going to be able to put together drives against this Dallas Cowboys defense? Yeah. And. Are you going to be able to score enough points? Like, that, the way the Dallas Cowboys play defense right now, they're suffocating people on all, like all three levels. They got elite players on all three levels of the football. All three levels. You're not going to be able to put together 10, 12-play drives against this Dallas Cowboys defense. And you're damn sure not going to score enough points. That's the thing. Once you get behind, then that's when those boys are going to really feast on you. <laughs> because the way Dak Prescott and you, I know you hating on that boy Dak Prescott. Have you been watching Dak Prescott and how he played against that Jets defense last week? That boy was about as good as he's looked his whole career. He was quick. He was decisive. He was a ball distributing the ball exactly where he needed to be. If that Dak, if that Pre, that Dak, uh, Dak Prescott. Plays like that. No, don't look at Dan. I want you to look at me when I say this. If that Dak Prescott plays like he played against that Jets defense, that vaunted Jets defense, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. So, the Cowboys are the best team in football right now. And I think it's silly for us to say otherwise. And I promised a friend of mine I wasn't going to say it on TV, but I have to. A um, couple things uh, why. Number one, I think that realistically, there are three, maybe four offensive lines in the NFL that I think can at least go toe-to-toe with D- Dallas's defensive line. One is in Philadelphia, two, Green Bay, three, Detroit. I-, I feel confident about those three. San Francisco, maybe, but I think the right side of the- and maybe Atlanta. So I think those three offensive lines are the ones that I sit here confidently against that defensive line and say, we, can, we, can, we got a shot versus them. The second, my, my, my second point is this. I think it's going to be really rare for them to be down this year. I just don't think that teams are going to be able to generate enough points to put this team in a situation where they have to play on the defensive end, both 
defensively and offensively. I think they can constantly be attacking on defense because of that. And then I think offensively, they can play in control. Offensively, they can play to a pace where they never have to drop back 45 times a game. Because I I said this this morning, I don't know if they're going to be down by more than 10 this year. Who who do I honestly feel is going to be able to be as explosive enough against their defense? I don't think outside of those three teams I can bank on anybody. And watching the way that Dak is playing, I said this this morning, the way that he's tied his eyes and his feet to the pass concept, it's the best he's looked since his rookie year. That's the truth. Mike McCarthy is constantly ahead right now because of the efficiency. They're healthy. Micah is the most dominant force in the NFL right now, him and maybe Tyreek, but the most dominant force, him and Patrick Shirley. So that, that's the best team in football right now. I know they haven't proven in playoff all that. That's the best team. Damn, they, they didn't even have Brandon Cooks last week. Right, in play. <laughs> and Tyler Smith, their left guard, didn't play, I believe. So Is this showing you something also about Dak? Because he took a lot of criticism this offseason. We even said that his owner called him out, Jerry Jones, a few times. And, Stephen A., you had kind of alluded to the fact that, hey, it's strategic. And then look how he's shown up these first two weeks. Nothing's getting proven to me. My concern with Dak was he was going to be too cautious with the football coming off of last year. That's not the case so far for two weeks. I'm also not surprised by this. I don't think anybody is surprised by how good they look. We all pretty much believe that this is a good football team that's won back-to-back 12-win seasons, and the question is going to be when they get into the playoffs and it's that shrunk-down group and they have to play their three or four best game stretch, are they and Dak capable of doing it? If they do in the playoffs what they have done the first two weeks, that yes, yes. They're the best team, Stephen A. You know, <clears throat> last night I was uh... – Got a lot of things. Last night. Got a lot of things going on, you know. And so, need to laugh. Need to laugh. And so, what I did was, I turned on Dave Chappelle, old Dave Chappelle episode, when he was imitating Prince and they were at the club and they were dancing, all that stuff. And then he sat down with, with, with Charlie Murphy and them and he was like, this bores me. And that's exactly what I was thinking as I was listening to y'all speak. Wow. <laughs> this bores me. You know, I'm watching everybody talk about the Dallas Cowboy defense. Who hasn't known that the Dallas Cowboys defense is elite? Micah Parsons, I think, got a shot to be MVP. Third defensive MVP in history behind Allen Page 19. Who hasn't known that? Micah, Exactly. We know this. We know what he brings to the table. We know what Stephon Gilmore has brought to the cornerback room with him and Trayvon Diggs. We know what Demarcus Lawrence and his brothers bring to get to the pass. We get all that. We know that they're elite. We also know that as the competition stiffens, particularly once the postseason arrives, it's gonna come down to Dak Prescott. We don't need to talk about nothing else. You're gonna get yourself in need, trouble we, here. We don't, we, don't, we don't need to talk about anything. You're gonna get yourself in trouble. We, we don't need. Listen, all I can tell you is this: Is that are you saying Dak Prescott is a to me. scrub? Listen to me. Dak Prescott wins games in November, in September, October, November, and especially December, and then plummets in January. The numbers show it. Here's another point that I'd like you to consider, Dan Olavsky. He'll get himself in trouble. So, in 2020, do you know how many running plays, percentage of running plays the Dallas Cowboys ran? Probably 38%. 38%. You're right on the money. You did your homework. Thank you very much. How about 2021? 
Uh, 40%? 41. You read, you read it. You know you did your homework. I appreciate that. But you're 41%. You Every snap, Stephen I mean, What about, no, no, you got four kids. You're lying. Um, 2022, well, how many percent? 42%. 48%. You're way off. You didn't study last year's notes. This year, they're at 53%. What Mike McCarthy has done is say, yo, no, we're so going to prevent you. Stephen A. <laughs> listen to me. What we gonna do I told you two minutes ago you're going to get yourself listen, in trouble. Listen to me. Listen to me. We're going to prevent you from being asked to throw the damn football as much as you have in the past. We're going to even things that We're going to rest that defense. We're going to spell for that defense. We're going to make sure we got fresh Wrong. legs on the defensive side of the ball. We're going to make sure that, right? We're going to run the football a little bit more. We're not going to put you in situations to lead the league in interceptions like you did last year, even though you missed five games. We're going to sit up there. We're going to offset all of that. And it's going to work. It's going to work in right. September. Hold on. It's going to work in September, October, November. December. It's going to work. We are measuring the Dallas Cowboys by Super Bowl appearance. Oh, by the way, let me take it a step further. How about MC Championship game appearance? They ain't made one of those either since 1995. I'm just saying. Y'all make me laugh. Stop. It's going to come down to Dak Prescott. Stop acting like everybody don't know. Dallas going to win 12 to 13 games. Dallas is going to be in the picture. They're one of the top five teams in the NFL. They're going to have something to say about it. It doesn't negate the fact that it's going to come down to Dak Prescott. And you know who agrees with me? Are you ready for this? Are you know who agrees with me? Lift that head up, Dan Olavsky. All right. Olav Keys. Olav's Keys. Remember this. Jerry Jones agrees with me. He ain't get that brother's money yet. <laughs> he ain't said that contract yet. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all know. So I just want y'all to know. I just want y'all to know. Listen, we know I keep receipts on this show. And Damian Woody, Big Sexy, Dan Olofsky. Let me tell you something. Tate's rolling, baby. Tate's rolling. And I'm telling you right now, y'all keep talking. But ultimately, I don't want to hear anything about anybody else with the Cowboys but Dak. It comes down. Right, Molly, can I ask you a question? It what, comes down yeah. to him. What was the question? Comes down to right, him. What was the question? Right. Cowboys seem to be in NFC. In NFC. No. 49ers. So 49ers. Demonstrative. What 49ers. About, why the 49ers? Christian McCaffrey, that's why. Kyle Shanahan, that's why. Ayuk, that's why. Debo, that's why. George Kittle, that's why. The same team that bounced. Who sent the Dallas Cowboys home in the last two years? When the Dallas Cowboys went home. You sent them home. You said they went home because of Dak Prescott, not because of the San Francisco 49ers. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm answering the question. I think the San Francisco 49ers are going to be. Who you saying because of Dak Prescott? Yeah, they're going to expose them. Okay. Or the tomato, tomato. All right, do whatever you want to do. Now, I taught you better in the commercials. You should be learning from me. Stop to stop fighting me on this. Learn from me, my brother. No. Learn from me. My, you know what I'm saying? Be sexy. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you, man. This brother right here is not getting it. It's going to come down against the better competition to Dak Prescott. Of course. And, 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 he, and he can't. This bores can't me. This bores me. That's all I got to say. You know, so, so hold on. I, I'm just, this is my thing. Yes. Last week, yeah, against can we all, can we agree one of the best defense in the national top three league, defense, top three defense in the league, yeah, yeah, without Brandon Cooks, right, yeah, without two starters on their offense, yes, while the total, totally annihilated. I, I, I can tell you why. Totally, totally, totally annihilated that defense. Why? Let me tell you something. Here's right. where you can't argue. The second Zach Wilson was their starting quarterback, it demoralized even you. 
Oh, you didn't even, gosh, you Stephen wasn't even a. interested in watching the Jets. You Stephen probably a. didn't watch that whole game either. Stephen a. Stephen you a. knew, you knew what was gonna happen. They knew they walked in the big D knowing they had no hope because that man wasn't gonna be able to score a damn point for them. We all know. I mean, this is what happened. Y'all, the Jets and the Giants, y'all sitting up here acting like, oh my God, what a what a tremendous accomplishment. Can that can that do anything? Win anything. Win in January. How about that? That's, That's fair. Win in January. But the fact that he hasn't done it doesn't mean that right now, those two things are not connected. Right now, that's the best team in football. All right, let me ask you a question, Stephen A. So you said they ran the ball 53 times or something? 53%. Because they've had blowout leads in both games. That's why. It's not because they've handed the ball off more. No, no, no. I'm not saying that's the reason in terms of because of the first two games. I'm saying that's what Mike McCarthy walked into this season telling us because Kellen Moore departed. And they said we want to change. Can I ask you a question? Am I making that up? No. Can I ask you a question? Do you think the Dolphins are better than the Cowboys? No. But oh, I, I'll, I'll, okay, I, I'm glad. Okay, I, I, but okay, I do think, okay. I do think that Cowboys offense is so prolific they can be expose awesome. that defense. I'd love to see both those teams. In that the would be ball. awesome. I would love. You know what? Dallas, so Miami, and Vegas. So would I? Because the hopes would be so high. It would be so high. Well, I'll ask you this though, and you then said, we're going like, to break. Crash. Excuse me. Bah! I need you to focus for bah! a second. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be fitting for Jerry Jones to get back to a Super Bowl in Vegas? The yeah, first Super Bowl I mean, I mean, in Vegas it is, ever? It yeah, is you Sin know City. It. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So it does make <laughs> Just sense. Just do us all a favor. It doesn't make Can sense. Can I go home? It doesn't make sense. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.